0: Hello, Tetreformer. Eknox here. Welcome to the Tether gang Podcast, the official podcast of gangcom Thanks for tuning in. Your host, Juni, will take over in a second. Just want to make a quick shout-out to the Tether gang Twitch community. My love, guys. Okay, so thank you, Eknox, for the intro there. Uh, I've been asking uh, Twitch... Uh, what do you call twitch people in chat like chat i've been asking twitch chat uh to send in uh audio clips of them doing the theta gang podcast intro and so that was the first submission the only submission uh and so i'm looking forward to hearing other people's cool accents or like just listening to where they might be from um, and yeah feel free to send your email intro or not <laughs> send your mp3 intro to juni at data and you can very much uh introduce the podcast uh for the next episode uh just to mark today is uh february 25th today's a thursday uh i have stock positions in boeing nvidia gamestop and arc f uh, and anything that's said in this podcast and future podcast should not be considered financial advice. Thanks. All right, um, just as a market update and we'll we'll get into um, the market update just a little bit deeper into today's topic, which is just talking about red days, weeks, or months, and how you should approach them. Um, but as you might have heard in my you know disclaimer slash my part of the intro, Uh, again thank you Eknox for sending your submission in Um, I own GME now I own GME at $82.43 for my cost basis uh, and I sold a covered call on it patrons can see that one Um, and yeah uh, I'm positive on it I've gained like what I'm up right now like 40% on it so that's great um, but not counting my chickens until they hatch, because you know GameStop can still go down. Um, but I just wanted to say right now that like I'm not against GameStop. I'm not against people that make money off of GameStop. What I am against is people that only talk about the winners. I'm against people telling other people what to do with their trades, aka hold the line, diamond hands, uh, don't sell. Like I'm against that stuff. I'm also against people saying that they're buying into this specific stock to um show it to the man when really they just want to make money. I. e. me. Like I am in this game stock position, not to stick it to the man, but because I like the premium. I thought the risk reward made sense and I can double down the position I my max losses accounted for. So this is more or less proof that really I don't have anything against meme stocks. If I think the risk reward makes sense to me, if I have my max loss accounted for, I'll play them. Something new is also the Arc f uh, addition to my Boeing and Nvidia list. Um, I've been just looking at the Arc ETFs as of late. Uh, I thought, you know, this being such a very red week, I thought like, you know, maybe uh, this was my chance to get in. It could keep going down just like how stocks normally do, right, stocks can go up or down, can't explain that. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I'm not very keen on kathy wood's strategy of consistently buying like tesla on the way down um but that's with a different arc uh etf i'm not sure which one that quite is i think that's arc g the innovation one i could be wrong uh but i like arc f because it's a fintech um so that's like square shopify um, paypal uh, all stocks that I've played before, I feel comfortable with, and just having a little bit more diversification in one ETF sounded good to me. Uh, but again, uh, you know, this is not the sign where you say, Oh, Junie's in GameStop, I'm gonna go all in. Oh, Junie's in the ARC ETF, I'm gonna go all in. Uh, because honestly, like right now is the time where you really need to test yourself and see if you can manage your wealth correctly, right? Like, it's one thing to say, like, you know, keep your portfolio intact. But like, for a lot of people, it's all in if you lose your portfolio, a lot of people treat their portfolio like a checking account, like if you needed like, rent, you would like do a small withdrawal from your Robinhood account and pay rent with it real quick, and then put your next paycheck into your Robinhood, and keep that cycle going, right? Like reloading the portfolio is like what, um, you know, Wall Street bet people used to say, or I mean, still say, Um, So just make sure you understand that you understand the company or if you don't understand the company, you at least know where your risk reward is at. And if that makes sense, Um, you need to have your max loss accounted for IE GME, like GameStop. If GameStop heads to $40, are you going to be okay? Are you going to be able to eat? Are you going to pay rent, etc, etc? All right. Uh, So something that else that I've been uh, doing for the podcast is I've been reading some thoughtful emails that might come in Uh, and I wanted to read this one because um, there's a thoughtful message but also a good question um, that is asked near the end that I think can help a lot of newer people that are listening Um, because you know options world can be tricky at times Uh, some plays might look like it's free money uh, but I absolutely want to make sure that you know anybody listening to, uh, to this podcast understands Um, how to solve this like small riddle that, you know, Luke has sent in here. So I want to read the email and it says, Hey Junie, I kind of feel like I know you, although you don't know me. I have listened to about 45 of your podcasts starting at number one about three days ago. Been listening all day at work each day. Long story short, I started trading about five months ago or so and by accident got caught in the GME situation. I just bought it cause I liked the company and it blew up. With all the unique circumstances that went on, I didn't know when to sell, I should have gotten out a lot better than I did, but it exposed me to Reddit for the first time and that Wall Street Bets was pretty influential. I started to believe the hodl thing and being so new it, sh- it strayed from all my initial disciplines of stock trading strategies. Nonetheless, it led me to other subreddits, and one user put together an impressive playlist of YouTube videos that included Kamikaze Mike, and he shouted out the podcast. And that led me to where I am now. I know that's a lot, but you know what it's like to ramble. <laughs> I do. I do know what it's like to ramble. So GameStop lit up after hours last night, and I contemplated and tried to jump in a revenge trade and make my money back. LOL no don't do it. (laughs) So I started to look at the options and attach the photo You'll see options that are going nuts on implied volatility and prices due to that intense volatility And I know these were last updated at close But why would options be around eighteen hundred dollars above and below a strike and that particular one is only one dollar Leading me to play here. I don't know how buying like a hundred dollars in calls 10,000 shares at this low strike, why wouldn't it immediately be worth a lot if the price does moon? And if it doesn't, I'm only out $100. Seems smarter than YOLO on stocks, right? Was thinking the same thing about 64 puts at the 64 strike. I know you're all about selling options and I like the approach, especially the wheel strategy, but my portfolio is around 10K, about half in margin. I am using to learn the trends in different industries, your knowledge, while directed at options is useful to the market as a whole. If you're still reading, then I would just like to say I have been building a dope spreadsheet for logging my trades and showing me different strats to help me keep track of successes and failures to evaluate making better trades. Data game mentality. I have not always followed my disciplines, but I buy into weakness and sell into strength. So I feel that like I am working with all the right pieces and mindsets. It's just down getting down to execution. Also, I love to volunteer and work on my computer. It seems seems like from the podcast I'm on, you had three k when you had three k members. You're now famous at like twelve k. That's awesome. I run my own little construction company in Michigan, but would like to offer my assistance to you in any way you might ever need. I'm not as successful trader as you yet. But with the little I have, I'm always willing to help good people doing good things. So just know you got a friend here in Michigan and will assist you in your future any way that I can. Your knowledge and just time dedicated talking into the mic has already been worth more to me than you know. Sorry for the ramble, bruh. Take it easy. Luke. Wow. All right. Luke, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for writing in. Um, You know, I appreciate how long... Some of these messages are um or these emails are like i understand i like literally slow down and just like analyze like okay this person has spent this long to type me an email uh and you know you made some really good points thank you for the compliments but also like the great question i, I want to address that question uh right now um the reason why you are seeing that that option is worth one dollar is because of a few reasons but here's here's a few of the hunches i get uh the price at close for that particular option right and just to give the listeners more context here we're looking at gamestop calls and uh most of the calls uh you know we're just talking about naked ones uh they're in like they're worth like eighteen hundred dollars. Like the one twenty call is worth eighteen oh three, the one fourteen call is worth eighteen seventy-eight. The one fifteen call is worth a dollar, right? That's what Robinhood says. Um That can be due to a few factors and remember like the earlier in the email, the email had or Luke had addressed that like yeah, the prices um that he screenshotted were at close. So prices of options fluctuate very heavily at the bell. Sometimes, like, it, like wild, wilder than you can ever imagine. And the price could have just luckily just landed at a dollar when, you know, uh, money was being exchanged hands at the very last second of the bell. That could be one reason. Not as probable, whatever, but it could be the reason. Another f- reason that could factor into that is open interest right it de- definitely depends on exactly what time um, or time of day you know you say closing but I'm not entirely sure which day um, but open interest is definitely a factor if there's not many contracts being filled um, or that are open currently at the 115 strike remember the 115 strike here is the one that's worth a dollar um, then there's a chance of it closing at a dollar, that that means it could have exchanged hands, or it could be some, you know, the third factor being, you know, just could be a glitch. But I'm going to say with utmost confidence that you would not be able to execute this for a dollar a contract. You are correct that if you did um, buy a hundred of these, yes, you would be loaded, stupid rich, like disgustingly rich. But the chances of you getting this filled for a dollar just no way there's no the only way, no way that's going to happen especially if the more probable ones right the 112 113 114 call are all going for 1800 a pop right the the one the 112 113 114 are all going for 1800 um, you're not going to get the 115 for a $1. dollar uh, you're not gonna be faster than like say the the wires are wired directly into the stock market and you know robin hood um you know releasing some of that information so that computers could get to their first all that mumbo jumbo all that oogla boogla uh some of it is real as some of it is absolutely real um uh, but there's many factors of why this is worth one dollar but i just want you to sleep easy knowing that like you can't actually buy this for a dollar it could be open interest it could just be very volatile price action near the end of the bill causing a glitch on the platform um And yeah, I mean, there's just nothing much to it. Um, Something that I'm also seeing, at the very bottom of this screenshot, the 112 call is going for 280. So I hope that sheds a little bit of light that like, with most of these calls being around 1800, I think that's the realistic price here. Um, But the 112 call, uh, for 280 and the 115 call for a dollar those are the ones being whipped around super heavy at the last minute of the bell where Robin Hood maybe saved the very last uh, bit of data and maybe got glitched somewhere um, but again one more time, Luke, thank you for writing in. You absolutely cannot buy the 115 call for a dollar. If you put that order in and you're able to get the 115 call for a dollar, I salute you. Please write an email back with the screenshots and everything. That will be amazing. But I highly, highly, highly doubt it. Also, just one one little tidbit here. You mentioned that your portfolio size is about 10K. About half of it is margin. I would consider and tell people that your portfolio is 5K. You can absolutely do whatever you want, say whatever you want, but I suggest talking about your portfolio and acting on your portfolio uh, with the actual cash in your portfolio. It's very, very dangerous um, counting margin in with your portfolio size. You can get yourself in situations where you start trying to protect money that you don't have where maybe you are over leveraged in one position where you're super up, but then you decide to take another position on top that might net you negative and into a margin call. Uh, and some of that is just how your mind operates um, when you're trading. So if, you know, for me personally, I have, if I counted margin, I'd have, like I, th- I believe a $400,000 account. But I don't say that because I don't count margin as my own money. Um, I'm very on the other side where, you know, I don't, I don't like credit card debt. I pay all my credit cards. I, I pay off all my Venmo charges like right when I get them. Um, and that's just a little tidbit from me. But uh, Luke, one more time thank you for writing in i appreciate it and uh, this is just this is just a uh, shout out to anybody else that has written in i just unfortunately don't have time for all the emails i'll just be you know uh, reading them and just know that i do read every single one if i don't reply it's just cuz i just get so many but i do read them so don't feel like you uh, are writing it and it goes to a, into an abyss and even if i don't if i don't read on the podcast if i don't read on the stream I do read it. So thank you for everyone, and I mean everybody, for writing in. Uh, It helps me on days where I might not feel as happy or feel as, like, pepped up. Um, and And it's just appreciated. All right on to the new website updates. Um, I've been exclusively working on the new V2. There have been some private Twitch streams, and by private, I mean it's just secret. I sometimes I'm up late at night and I, I'll stream myself coding um, the new Theta Gang rework. I call it Theta Gang V2. The patrons get first dibs at it. Um, it's basically ThetaGang.com with dark mode. It has a slimmer profile, so you see more trades at once. The trades open in models, uh, and currently, right now, uh, I'm working on uh, having the trades calculate their max loss and max profit scenarios. So, like, if you open up a trade, uh, you'll get this like little—you'll see this little blurb that says, "The max loss on this trade is getting assigned 400 shares of AMD at 80 dollars." It's not gonna say anything, but that it, you'll be able to read that. Um, so, that's a paying a homage to. Uh, a feature I had in last year that I took out. Um, But I'm bringing it back in because I think people just enjoy seeing a little bit more data. And I think I just have more screen real estate now to work with, Um, where previously um, a lot of the data had to be shown at face value. Uh, But now that it's opening up in a modal and not taking you to another page, I can show you a lot more information at once when you want to look at it, as opposed to showing you all the information of the trade uh, without clicking into a modal, and that would get that would make the screen of the homepage look really, really, like, crazy. So now you see a little bit less uh, per trade, but you see a lot more trades until you click on one, and then a modal comes up, and you see a lot more detail about the trade. It's a really, really good update. I'm super excited, like, every time I work on it. Um, and the eta on it i don't want to put any time pressure on myself uh because i feel like i execute best when there's no time pressure when i'm when i can work on it and you know have fun with it um so just stay tuned for more updates but again patrons are you know using it already you know it's not in so much of a workable state where it's like super awesome but they do get to use it um and yeah furthermore uh for the i guess to just go here in the new website updates Patreon seats are still sold out. They've been sold out this entire month. They've also been sold out last month, too. Something I did differently this month, though, was I secretly opened five more. I didn't open all five at once, but uh, I opened one, it got filled. I opened one, it got filled, and then I I ended up opening five this month. Um, I suspect more people to leave as this month ends. There's three more days left in the month, so we'll see... Um, if anybody does end up leaving Uh, but you know there's no rush if if also if there's no more spots open at the end of the month I may just open secretly like a few more like I did this month Um, and I, I understand like I get a lot of emails asking like hey um, you know I think I would make your community better Because I'm actually like I think like you or I trade like you And I think I could just make the discord better uh, And I'm willing to pay too it, It's not about that um, I purposely make The Patreon sort of Hard to get into Because there's this like Goal that I have on Patreon That low key says <laughs> It's not even low key. It just straight up says it on Patreon.com And if I get to 100 patrons, I'm going to quit my job. Uh And I think I'm just, like, low-key scared that I'm, I'm going to get there. And so I'm just, like, battling with that and then kind of getting ready for that moment. I think there's a strong possibility of that happening in 2021. And I'd imagine if that did happen, I would stream every market weekday. Like, how awesome would that be? Like, you could just hang out. We could just, like, hang out. Uh, during the market session. I, I think that would be super sick. But that's only something that I would actually do if, uh, if this was a full-time thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm extremely grateful for everyone supporting me and continue to support me on Patreon. Um, we've had... Oh my goodness! We've had someone stay on Patreon for an entire year. Uh, his, his, uh, his username is slow motion. Slow Motion, this is a dedication to you. Thank you, sir, for supporting me for an entire year. He's the only patron to have done that so far. Um, And he's just an amazing dude. I remember... Here's a little story time for for Slow Motion. Um, Last year during coronavirus, the Discord got kind of crazy. Everybody... I mean, everybody was being super bearish it was it got crazy it got to a point where i had to be like hey guys and girls like you you need to like chill with the telling people what to do like telling people what to sell and that's kind of where i got the got this like mentality from of not telling people what to do because if i had listened to a few people about selling my stocks at the bottom i'd be pretty bitter it would have been my fault because you know it's on me for listening to them but still i feel like just like Preventing it from happening in the first place is my is my main mentality. Is like how I approach the problem. Um, but yeah, slow motion. Um, you know, got caught up in the hype too. Um, and uh, I I don't know. I don't want to say like he got got, but you know, that time was scary for a lot of people. People were doing plays that you know they regret now. Um, and he might have done a few that you know didn't turn out like how he expected. But he turned it around. He turned it around and made a 100% gain on top inside his IRA so that it's tax advantage. He doesn't got to pay taxes on that. It's crazy. And so he wrote the, he wrote up this entire retrospective on it. And it's for the Discord. And uh, I don't quite want to read it on this podcast because I feel like it just feels like an advertisement. So I just kind of want give to give up uh, the props to him and him only right like you know there's some thank yous in there for me and for the discord but it's really him like anybody that makes gains in the discord i'll never share it right like i'm not gonna go on twitter and post the screenshots that you know that the patrons po- post in there. Or like I'm not going to post any of the trades that they upload to the ThetaGang.com website. And post on Twitter and be like oh look how sick my patrons are. If you want to join the service and make tons of money come join the service now. That's not, that's not the point. It takes a lot of growth for someone to mess up. Know that they messed up. Understand they messed up. And then execute a strategy so stone cold and then have it succeed. Like that to me is the most commendable part. Right? Is owning up to the mistake, planning to fix the mistake, and then successfully outdoing the mistake. And it's it's just super sick. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna drag this on too long. Slow motion, I appreciate you like no other. You are you are a family member to me in the Discord, like I can't imagine what Discord would be like without you. Uh, and this is again just a just an appreciation to you. Thank you. Okay. So today's episode Is not about a particular skill. There's no real lesson in this one. It's just going to be me talking, rambling, ranting about uh, just things that I've seen in the past. And what I'm seeing right now. Um, So right now, as most of you are listening, uh, the market is very, very red. Uh, I'm with the Twitch chat right now um and we just looked at the futures and futures are also down so we're we're looking like we're headed lower these times are the times where the best traders shine am i one of the best heck to the no heck no heckin way am i the best trader or even close to the best trader what happened in October, 2018 was a lot like the action like we're facing now. Right now though, is a little different from that moment. So October, 2018 was when uh, Powell raised rates and the market didn't like it. And we fell off a cliff. Uh, the market was super red. And I'm talking ridiculously red. Everyone thought the, you know, the stock market was over because interest rates went up. But lo and behold, you wait long enough and the stock market was fine. Then we've had like the bull run of like the century uh, and we get all the way up to coronavirus and then the world ends and the market turns red where we get halts going down it's super scary everyone is emotional everyone's calling each other names because someone wants to be right this time there's something a little different right i don't see any headline that makes enough sense to where i'm saying okay yeah i'm also scared but that's probably the cautiously optimistic version of me talking. Um, you know, the coronavirus, uh, you know, sell-off was because of coronavirus. The the October 2018 crash was because interest rates got hiked. There was a short drop when Donald Trump got coronavirus. I remember making an episode um, when that was released or when that news was released. This time... It just seems to me and here I am. I'm recording my opinion and releasing it on a podcast. So feel free to make fun of me for saying this, but to me there's no news that warrants this type of, you know, sell off where it should be so so fear-based. Right? VIX can go up. I understand volatility can rise, especially if the price keeps dropping. Some people might start getting scared and whatnot some people start getting crazy some people start trying to time things some people blow up silently and all that stuff but right now i don't see any hell i don't see china war tension news i don't see like i mean twitter right now is reaching in terms of like if because right, I, I make this joke with my friends and sometimes I mention on Twitter or the podcast saying like my Twitter timeline is like all stock news related. So even even if it's like world news, it's basically have to do with stocks. And so like what I've been seeing is just like some some serious stuff. You know, there's some like stuff that we have overseas. We have some tensions there. But nothing to warrant this type of sell off. Right now, a correction everyone said was overdue. And this could be the start of the correction. How far down do we go? I don't know. You might want to, you know, start looking up what the 150 EMA is, what what the 200 EMA is. Uh, a lot of trend lines uh, respect those. And you know, if you do have cash and maybe you've never, I don't know if you've ever not invested into the stock market and you listen to this podcast, I I would find that shocking if you just listen to this podcast for fun and don't have any money invested already. Um, But there's a good case for, you know, being in cash. I'm not going to tell you to buy the dip. I think that's very irresponsible for people uh, to tell people to buy the dip. Because there's this other notion of it where I tweeted the other day saying, you know, if buying the dip makes you go all in, then that's pretty dangerous, right? If you buy the dip, you're now all in. You can't close the trades uh, unless if you're up on them, but if you buy the dip and it keeps going down, what are you gonna do, sell for a loss, and then buy it in again, and then it goes down and you go, you to go sell for a loss again? No, you run out of choices. You You get forced into a position where you are losing more money than you planned on, which is never a good thing, um and you just lose your opportunity to buy at the bottom. Now, you're probably thinking, Well, Judy, how how do you know this is the bottom? You don't. You never you never know. Anybody that times the bottom well enough where they did catch the bottom and the stock starts going up from there, I promise you they got lucky. I promise. There's some there are some indicators that you can use to get a good guess a very good guess but if they come out of that saying like we knew that this was going to happen and if you signed up for their service that you could have caught that too like a hundred percent heckin no dude that's not the juice that's not the truth timing the bottom is extremely hard so what you're seeing now is the correction of you know evs being super overextended everyone's pouring money into SPACs, so you know there's like those people that just got in for the profits that are getting flushed out um what else has been just tech tech has been on a tear right like ever since coronavirus has happened people were like oh the world is over oh but you know technologies can continue to thrive because now everyone's at home you know cloud computing companies started taking off like fastly you know just more like caching technology like all that stuff e-commerce took a a huge boom now we're just finally seeing a correction correction is okay it's i hate talking about ema and sma and stuff but like if if it crosses below 200 ema you can quietly keep to yourself that like you can think like okay yeah juni juni is kind of sweating right now right i would personally sweat if we dip down below the 200 ema and we continue dipping down if we touched it and then bounced off of it and that week i'm not going to be sweating at all but it's when we're like like a cool 50 points below the 200 ema that's when i'm in like okay yeah i gotta up my auto deposits i gotta actually get out of this thing and all that good stuff because there's a good chance that you know if i see a good enough bounce at the 200 ema that you know i'll i'll buy the dip that that's that's my signal or you know i have a few other you know bets that i like to take where my probability profit might be a little more greedy when i see a nice bounce that's in that's favorable for me that i have my max loss accounted for but my main point i'm trying to make is you can't time the bottom you going all in on that big red candle that you just saw thinking that that was the bottom i promise you there is like a one in 100 chance that's like not the bottom that it can go down. Uh, but, but Judy uh, 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 I'm so sick. I, I've done it before so I'm gonna do it again okay. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I am strictly talking to the people that are newer that like have friends telling them to buy the dip all the time or uh, you know friends that like show them like all the sick gains that they might have made and never talk about their losses. I am lucky that I have friends that talk about their losses. I am lucky that I have friends that use my platform. I'm lucky that I have friends supporting me on Patreon. I'm a very lucky person surrounded by people that I feel that genuinely love me. And I have a good environment to trade. And that's why I have a lot of confidence because I have a good group of people that I trade with. And that's not even talking about Discord. I'm talking about my real life friends. I feel safe. You should feel safe too. Now, if you don't, and you know, you don't feel comfortable with talking about your losses, you don't feel comfortable talking about some positions you might be in. Like, come join the Twitch chat. We're here. I'm going to you know, me and my moderator ban anyone talking mess about anybody else. It's a really positive place. Um, and yeah, I just think giving people the right advice is very tricky. Right? The fundamental investor in you that's been in this for a few years wants to tell your newbie friend to buy the dip i get that i totally get that but it's much more responsible if you told your newbie friend hey you know look at these indicators see what you like uh and what you might think is I i don't know conclusive or indu- inducive inductive what's the word that i'm looking for conclusive <laughs> whatever looks like a dip to you or whatever looks like a bounce to you then play that what i personally like to do is i like to wait for an uptrend right Like i didn't play um i didn't play cash secured puts or short naked puts until there was an uptrend forming for the coronavirus there was a time when we were dipping during the coronavirus where I didn't do anything. All I did was continue auto deposits into my account and I told myself, okay, I'm going to be ready for when this bounces because I believe this will bounce very, very hard. It bounced hard, I waited, because I just thought, hey, maybe this is a dead cat bounce. For those new listening, look up what a dead dead cat bounce is. It's a a very funny metaphor. (laughs) you know is thinking like <laughs> no it's not funny it's not funny i think it's funny um waiting for the uptrend sounds much better in my opinion but you keep telling your friends what to do um you know you do whatever you want i'm never gonna tell you what to do but it to be honest in my opinion it sounds much more reasonable for telling people to wait for an uptrend because getting got is way worse than missing out on some gain you have to think about that right getting got is worse than missing out on some gain so no one is putting a gun to your head to catch the knife you don't have to do that you can let someone else do that for you right be greedy here take care of yourself first let other people buy the dip okay You can absolutely get back in when there's a trend forming. And, you know, you or, you know, your friends might be the type of people to go on Twitter and then they see, you know, in quotation marks, trend is your friend. And then they're going to retweet that. They're going to like that. And they're going to think, ha, yeah, I do believe in that. But then they'll go ahead and try to catch the falling knife and buy the dip. It doesn't make sense. Trading is such a weird psychological event that happens to you it's like a mental battle with yourself because if we all traded like robots it wouldn't be this wouldn't be an issue the stock market is irrational because humans are irrational yes some of it is like traded by um some of it is traded by computers i say like most of it even is traded by computers, but a lot of it is traded by retail traders like you and me. When you see things start dropping fast, like right now, there's a lot of other people scared too. You, you, if you're scared, a lot of other people are scared. Something about the stock market that opened my eyes was that you're not, and me included, we're not unique, right? If you feel scared, there's a good chance other p- people feel scared, no matter like what they say um and if you feel super bullish other people might feel super bullish there's that sub percentage of people that are like always bullish and there's some sub sub some sub percentage of people that are always bearish but people are very quick to switch sides during the coronavirus i got made fun of for being optimistically bullish uh and it's just one of those things that keep me grounded during times like these i'm going to continue To be optimistically bullish nothing in terms of like my companies that i like no news has changed i like all of them still Um, and right now if you have cash buy the dip if you want but you can also wait for the uptrend who knows maybe the first uptrend that you buy is the dead cat bounce it just really depends on what your time interval is when you're looking at the chart. There's so many ways to chalk it up as a loss due to you know timing and whatnot. But if you truly have your max losses accounted for, you'll be going to be okay. Now, to break that down, just so it doesn't sound like I'm doing a cop-out answer, if you have an X amount of money already invested right now, and like let's say, for example, you're not as, as lucky as other people are that are green in the market still for this year you are now in the hole and you can choose to sell for a loss right now. You can, that's a choice. Choices are good when you are faced with more, more, um, you know, downturn in the market. Now you can choose to just deposit into your account and just not buy anything. Telling yourself that whatever you're putting in right now, just as cash is insurance. So as you put more and more money in on a weekly cadence, when the uptrend starts happening, you have capital ready to go. You don't have to think of the market and you being like, you know, semi all in or your portfolio being super red. You don't have to look at that as a negative thing. You can just say, you know what? I'm going to be in the market for the rest of my life. I can hold out through this little downturn and I'm just going to deposit money. I'm going to have it ready to go when I think I'm ready. You don't need to rush this. A lot of people think, like, oh man, we're gonna continue going down lower. I'm gonna sell right now and then I'll reinvest. And you know what? I'll make money on the bounce back up. What happens if there's just this super bullish headline and that we gap up like 6%? Like, what are you gonna do after taking a loss? You're gonna feel so conflicted where you're gonna be like, oh, you know what? Uh, this is a dead cat bounce. I'm not going to get in. We go up another per t- 2%. Oh, this is a dead cat bounce. It's We're overextended now for, in daily range. Uh, I'm going to stay out. Goes up another percent. You know, maybe I'll buy a little bit. And it goes up 3%. And you say, oh, man, you know, it's just too, it's just too high. I just cannot justify getting in right now. And you get into that mode that a lot of people got stuck in. And that was last coronavirus, or you know, the only coronavirus crash, but coronavirus crash of last year. How scary was that? Investing on the uptrend during coronavirus, we made a lot of money. I made a lot of money for sure, that I'm super grateful for. But it was scary, right? At any time, everyone was saying, "Oh, it's gonna hit the bottom, uh, bottom support again for sure. It's gonna be a double bottom, and we'll see what it is then." But the double bottom never happened. Everybody thought that it was going to happen. Everyone thought that the double bottom was going to happen. And that's why the coronavirus uh, recovery wasn't as sharp as, as it could have been, right? There, there, it was prolonged. It did go more like a Nike swoosh than like a very vertical check mark, right? Um, and that's just people slowly trickling in. That could be you too. Just don't get stuck in the mentality where, you know, you sell for a loss You see the market go up, and then you just sit on your hands. You could, but you should be prepared for it too by doing auto deposits now. So don't think that you're in this red position um, sitting idle and you're not doing anything. You could definitely start preparing. You could start doing more due diligence on trades. You don't have to just sit there and refresh your Robin Hood and look at that red graph. Like you, That is a choice that you make to do that. You can do many other things. You can go outside and skateboard. You can you can look at magic cards. You can buy Pokemon cards. You can do whatever you want. You can solder electronics. You can play Escape from Tarkov. You can play Magic the Gathering Arena. You can do all these fun things besides look at the market, but you can also our deposit for you know when the uptrend happens again you can do due diligence on companies you can it doesn't even have to be due diligence of companies it could be due diligence on strategies um like if you want to know uh you know more about a certain etf you know maybe this is a time where you start learning like what exactly the arc series is for the arc etfs and um you know Maybe you want to dabble outside of the meme stocks. You know, a lot of people here listening are probably only invested into GameStop right now, or only invested to AMC, which is okay as long as you're having fun. But I'm hoping, you know, this little conversation that you know you and me had, as you know, me Junie and you the listener, I hope that this has opened your mind to more opportunity than you know it might present itself like you should understand that if you're super red feeling down one option is you can take a break second option is you can do something about it and you could get better at the stock market without actually playing the stock market i know i've said in the past that execution and being in the stock market doing real money plays is a huge part of it but you being in the stock market and being red on your trades currently right now is being in the stock market, but you don't need to commit more money if you don't feel like you're ready yet. You can have that money be committed. It could stay red. You could close it if you want. You could let it ride if you want, but you can learn on the side. Do due diligence, do market research on strategies, and account for max loss. Thanks. righty uh you can follow me on twitch at real theta gang well uh, i stream on tuesdays at 6 p.m pacific time on tuesdays last tuesday was the biggest stream i've ever had we had above 70 people for the majority of the time um and this ep- that last week was even bigger than my first streaming so that's also a big monumental uh, moment for me so hopefully we could keep the train going if not that's cool too i love just seeing the regulars there uh the regulars you guys and girls know who you are uh early gang um and yeah you can follow me on Twitter at RealThetaGang and you can email me at Junie at ThetaGang.com. ThetaGang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks and signing up with the theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's ThetaGang, one word, all caps. I wanna make a quick note for those that have written into my email at Junie at ThetaGang.com about the referral code. I get a list of first and last names of people that use my referral code every 15th of the month. So for example, On March 15th, I will get a list of people that have used my referral code. If you believe you will be on that list, meaning you fit the requirements to be qualified for the referral code, please just email me at juniathetagang.com and if I see you on the list, I will set you up and you will will be all set up and ready to go. You'll see the cherry flare on your uh, username and everything. Um, But otherwise, I just wanna double back on the Twitch stream stuff. If you're listening to this right now, and especially since you're listening towards the end because, you know, most people just cut off at the end of today's topic or, you know, the topic. If you're listening to this right now, the Twitch stream, like the one that's Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, it's really small. I know I had just said that like it was the biggest stream ever, but it's honestly super small. It is like 70 people big at most on average, right? and this is the biggest one so maybe the next one's a little bit smaller or maybe a little bit bigger whatever but that is the time when you know the listener like it's (laughs) i'm like stuttering like you you get you go in there and then everyone in there is a basically a listener of the podcast and this is the chance for you to communicate with the other listeners of the podcast and um, you know it's it's a really positive vibe. If you feel like oh you don't want to go in there because you think uh you know Junie's gonna make fun of you or you know Junie's gonna get mad at you for buying calls and stuff. That's it's ex- the total opposite. I definitely make sure that you feel good. That you uh, make sure that like no one makes fun of you if you talk about your losses. It's a really positive environment for trading. That is totally free, right? This is like my little thank you to all those that listen and to that to those that support the website that can't get on patreon right that want access to the discord but there's the twitch stream right and i i'll even answer your questions on stream if it's early enough and if we have enough time i'll even go into the tastyworks broker app and i'll even like Look at the option chain with you. Some people will say like, "Oh, Junie, what do you think about the NEO 46 call?" Or Junie, what do you think about this? Uh, Junie, what do you think about this at this price? And then maybe I'll bring up the graph and then show a little bit of the technical analysis about the Uga Boogla. And uh, you know, it's just a positive vibe. I don't, I don't ever say like buy this stock, sell this stock either. So if if you're one of those uh, looking for like plays, that my stream is definitely not for you. Uh, my stream is definitely just a place to hang out have a good time and unload uh during the uh stock trading week i want to give a uh shout out to everyone that's sticking around for the uh twitch stream uh those are adro ET Ryo, uh art Jama v2 asmo zeus benjamin hagen big iq casino thanks clap uh clap Terre <laughs> Federic <laughs> Disabled Alpha, Ice Cold Isaac, Jordan Firepower 76, Nicolamis, One Game to rule them all. Raidens, Sipuku Cash, Ceruleol, Sky and B, Trio Perds, One XD, and Zoom Ant. Um, there's usually you know people that come in, say hi, leave, but you know, I usually just say the list at the end. So if you came in earlier, just know that I appreciate you. Um, and I want to go ahead and go into my patrons right here real quick uh, I want to give an extended shout out to uh Majidere, Justwin, Just Win Mike D Slow Motion Jay ZN Miko Steve Vaughn c P-F-M DJ Mac 86 Row, Boop Mitch 87 Seven, H S Craig Thomas DJ Wilson McFly Statistically Random Tom Honest Mr. Theta Baked Potato W-H-H-4000 Island Bell Wheaton W-L-Hung Noller, Cheese Maltman Chivonis N-M M-Hayden Lolo Mr. Sneezy Meno Dum Dum Grandpa 95 Arson NYC Leo Jetson Johnny Five, Fancy Wolf, B Engine, Nate the River, Jacinda, Murph Q, Will Kai Norfish, Veri Batch Trader, Chicken Dinner, Howard T Duck, Ober, uh, Slava Litvin, Ma- Maker, Descentia, Saltwater Cure, Lord Skirtur, Lazy Reserve, Digester, Krispy Cream Boy, Hermes, Kaput, Rustier, Shifty, AG, and N 88. Wow. That was crazy. Um Yeah, so if you're if you're listening this far honestly thank you um maybe you're trafficking planes right now and you can't really hit the skip button um but i understand that i have pilots listening to me i have um wing walkers uh, listening to me uh and i think that's i think that's super dope uh i also got a uh a few pictures of a woodworker that i'm going to show off on a tuesday live stream uh is we have people of all different hobbies and it just goes to show like, yeah, I think everybody of all demographics of all backgrounds are in the stock market. And that's what data gang is all about. It's going to be a inclusive community where people aren't made fun of for talking about their losses. But in fact, are like rewarded or like, it's just, it's just a feel good moment. Not like, not like lost porn on wall street bets, but more of like a, oh, okay, what, what can we do better this time? You know, you, you'll you be okay in the end. All oh, like, all the positive stuff. Um, that's it. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I want to just cap this just with one more time. You should do whatever you want. My podcast is just a supplement to your trading success or failure, what, whatever happens of your trading career, right? I'm not promising you success. I'm not going to promise you doom either. But. You know, you should understand that, like, I'm only one person on the internet. And you should look towards, you know, Google, YouTube, Reddit to find other people that you think are cool. Or if you think I'm lame, other people that you might think are lame and uh, go from there. It, things like, especially like today's topic, it's very biased, right? I have a few very um, core events, very few core events that I hold very close to my trading strategy because i turned out okay at the end and uh i traded fine i.e like the october 2018 interest hike uh trump getting coronavirus and and before that the coronavirus crash. right i made it out okay on all three of those um and really the stock market does seem to only go up if you zoom out of the spy graph again i'm trying to go i'm kind of just going into my opinion again um But stocks also go down. And you have to remember that. And that's part of what today's episode was about. Is like don't catch the knife for the person next to you. Let the other person next to you catch the knife. You make sure that you get in when you want. Don't feel rushed. But again, do what you want. I'm only one person on the internet. There's many other opinions out there. I'm sure that are better than mine. And uh, yeah, stay safe tomorrow's the last trading day uh you know today being the 26th uh tomorrow's the 20 no wow it's past midnight already today is the 26th friday of february today's the last trading day of february good luck have fun and account for max loss